host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have you here today. On today's episode, I will be talking about um, what it's like to have a family member that has special needs and the emotions and difficulties involved of being the aid. Um, For me, that family member is my brother. James. He is, as of this episode, 28 years of age, and he's honestly the best thing I could ever ask for. Um, as a sibling, he's so patient, so kind, so understanding. I mean, I, ooh, I just have so much respect for him. I have respect for his character. I have respect for just the man that he has become, the man that he is becoming, and I, I thank God for him continuously. Um, but unfortunately, I have to acknowledge that there was a point in time when I didn't feel that way. Um, James was born normal, meaning average, like an average child. At four years of age in the summer of 1996, he developed simple partial seizures involving his right upper extremity. He then regressed and further developed different kinds of seizures, including generalized tonic-clonic, change in behavior, he became aloof, Visually unattentive, stopped talking, developed dyskinesias, which are small involuntary movements involving his tongue and oral buccal musculature, as well as his hands. He couldn't tolerate oral feeds anymore and required a gastronomy, which is basically a feeding tube. Um, And so that was 1996, the same year I was born. And so I can imagine how, oh, how much it took out of my mom to be in a position where all of a sudden her four-year-old is sick and is literally experiencing all of these different medical, you know, circumstances. I don't, I really know what, (laughs) what word to put after that, but just like to be experiencing all of these different, um, things and also have a newborn that she has to take care of. I can imagine how, just mentally draining and and exhausting it must have been to be in that position um like with all unexpected things you just kind of like take it as it comes and like try to keep pushing but part of keeping it pushing is not really acknowledging sometimes how much is hurting and it's easy to be in that position where you don't even feel comfortable talking to people about it I don't know what feelings my mom had during that time specifically. I can recall from conversations with her, hearing her say how exhausting it was and just how she just felt so defeated at times. And if it had not been for her relationship with God and just her constant praying and most ultimately her faith and believing that something would happen for him. If if it had not been for those things, she probably wouldn't be where she is now and my brother wouldn't be where he is. Um, but for me, you know, growing up, I knew of these things because my mom made it very clear that she relied on me for James, but man, I don't really think I fully understood how important my aid would have, my, how important my aid was and how I just kind of took it so lightly. And if anything, I feel like I was being a brat. And I say that because I had resentment. I had resentment towards my mom because she expected me to help and I had resentment towards my brother in some way because and it sounds so silly um but (laughs) my mind 
I said to myself that I didn't sign up for this, you know, like you're supposed to be my older brother. You're supposed to be the one helping me, not the other way around. And, you know, it makes me, of course, extremely emotional to say these things out loud because a lot of these things have been like kept in. But I realize that a lot of people feel this way. They just don't say it because it doesn't sound like the politically correct thing to say. But I have been learning to acknowledge my feelings surrounding certain issues in my life. And not only to acknowledge it, but face it and see which ways I can improve. Thankfully, those feelings of resentment have since long, (laughs) long been gone, but they were there. You know, I was the one who was teaching my brother how to count. Hey, make sure you ask for this amount of money back when you give cash. How to read. Oh, no, that's not a noun. Just things that I really didn't expect to have to teach anyone. I mean, granted, I was learning at the same time. But it's not like it was his fault. You know, like he didn't sign up for that either. And... As for my mom, she was doing the best she could, literally the best she could. And even if I never said it, I feel like at times my mom picked up on it, picked up on like my attitude towards the situation because there'd be times when she'd be like, Tabitha, I'm counting on you. You know, like if I could count on anybody else, I would, but I'm counting on you. And that felt like a load of responsibility at the time and of course looking back I realized that it wasn't (laughs) but it's okay to acknowledge that that's where I was at that time and thank god I'm not there anymore but there were times when I was embarrassed at my brother's situation of course at this time his seizures had stopped thank god my brother was improving um the prayers of the righteous prevaileth much. I much I can tell you that for sure. Who my brother is right now, he's actually one of his situation, like his his testimony is one of the reasons why I believe in God. You know, like that was one of the main reasons I believed in God. Like what? Like you went through all of these things and here you are. And just my mother's faith encourages me to pray without ceasing. Um, because you just really never know what doors you'll open with your prayer. And it's easy to feel like God has forsaken you in that moment because it sure does feel like that. Um, But he hasn't. And you just have to keep, you have to keep pushing. You have to pray like it's already happening. You have to keep believing that these things will occur because they will. In due time, they will. It won't happen when you want it to, unfortunately, but it'll happen when it's supposed to. And at that time, it'll literally be perfect. But yeah, I was definitely... um, ashamed of it, ashamed of him as at times and there were even times when I feel like part of my shame really didn't come from me I think I believe a part of my shame came came from how others other children treated him I mean I think we this goes without saying but kids are mean <laughs> little brats like just so mean <laughs> and I was one of those mean kids in an indirect way like man I I can't even describe like I mean I never did anything directly mean to him I think I was just I didn't know how to lash like I didn't know how to express the fact that oh I was just selfish I was selfish 
I was selfish. I didn't want to have to worry about that. I didn't want to have to put my focus on that. And oh, it sounds so bad to say, but it's the reality of it. I was just being selfish. And I wish I had known better then, but I mean, can't change, can't change the past. I can only proceed with my future. And so that's what I've done. But kids were so mean. And I remember one time we were at church and, you know, church had just got out and a couple of people ran over to us and they were like, hey, 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 James just got into a fight. And me and my mom were like, what do you mean got into a fight? What happened? And it turns out one of the kids ended up fighting my brother. And when they asked him why, he said, oh, because his breath was stank. And of course, at that point in time, like during that time, I had already gotten out of that stage of feeling selfish and feeling like (laughs) the world needed to revolve around me and that I should have had should have had no zero responsibility. And so, of course, we were infuriated and just so upset. That's that's when I feel like my my protective mode kind of swung in and I realized like, no, this is mine. He is my brother. And no one is going to take care of him like me and my mom will. And I still deal with that now because I think about the fact that my mom won't live forever. And, you know, like that's he's going to be he's going to be my responsibility. And I say that lightly because he doesn't really need me. Um, Thank God he's able to function completely and totally on his own. And I mean, as of this episode, like he's in school and he has a job and he's just doing his own thing but I mean maybe me and my mom kind of like smother him in the way like we just want to give him guidance and we want to help him we want to make sure no one does him wrong because people in this big bad world like to treat people with disabilities or just special needs as if you know they can be run over and it's the worst and so I just always feel a need to protect him and so even with that thought I've recently had thoughts like man like even when it comes to the person that I will marry God willing that man will have to literally know that along with loving me and of course loving my mom that I would want him to love my brother just as much like I actually want to be jealous of him and my brother's friendship I want to be jealous of their bromance because I would want to make sure that if something happened to me that my brother would be well taken care of and that people would look out for his needs and that he wouldn't be left on the sideline just trying to figure it out when he never got that guidance having a family member with special needs has definitely taught me oh man to just be so much more understanding I feel like (laughs) the heart I have for people with special needs is like ginormous because most of them are honestly like the kindest people you'll ever meet and I don't know if it's because they haven't been tainted with (laughs) the complexities of this world and man it's just like they're so they're so perseverant they don't give up. They just don't. And I think about my brother. I mean, he's honestly like one of the most hardworking people I've ever encountered in my life. And it's amazing. It's amazing to see people who have literally been dealt a card that they didn't sign up for, didn't want, whatever have you. And they follow through. They see it through. They look at it like, oh, this is life, but I'm going to keep pushing. And that has definitely encouraged me 
to look at my life the same. I'm not nearly in the same position as someone with special needs, but when cards are dealt to me, how will I deal with them? How will I proceed? How will I acknowledge them? How will I conquer them? How will I keep pushing despite the obstacles? And I wouldn't be remiss if I didn't acknowledge that there are some people that are dealing with having a member of their family that has special needs and feeling like, man, I want to be here to help. I want to be here to assist, but I'd also be missing out on a big part of my life and feeling bad for it. You know, they feel bad for wanting to live their own life and they feel bad for, you know, wanting to assist, but also just wanting to, you know, just to just move on. And if that person is you, I'd have to say, like, you have to acknowledge those feelings. You're the best person for the job. This individual wouldn't be where they are without you. I know at times it may feel sucky. It may feel very much inconvenient. Um, it may even feel like, you know, it's intruding in your life. But it's okay to feel that way. That's how you feel. I mean, who's to say you can't feel that way? I just would bid you not to act on those emotions. Put yourself in that family member's shoes. How would you like to be treated? How would you like to be taken care of? How would you like to be addressed? Definitely take your time to seek help wherever possible. Don't bottle these emotions in. Talk to someone you trust to release, you know, these feelings. Someone that won't be quick to judge you, but will be quick to understand and listen. And for those moms that are just like my mom, who have a child that has disabilities and you grow weary, there's just no way you don't. You're not superwoman or even you're a dad that has a child that has a disability. You just, you, you will grow weary. You're human. But I want to bid you to keep pushing. Please keep praying and believing that God can literally do the impossible. If you don't believe it, let my brother James serve as an example. And for all people who see someone who has a disability, please be kind. Take your time to understand that they are not too much different than you, that they still have feelings, they still have wants and desires, and that they are being the best person they could be. Be gracious, be understanding, and definitely extend help whenever possible. 1 Peter 5 verse 7 tells us to pour out all of our worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. With that being said, Laura, we just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for all of life's complexities and the way you help us to deal with them. Like me, there may be other people who have at one point in time or still feel like having that family member that has a special that has special needs is a burden. They feel like it's too heavy, too big of a responsibility. They sometimes don't know how to deal with the feelings that, that come with that. Sometimes they lash out on others and even worse on the child. I'm asking you to help them. I'm asking you to fill them with your patience. And that's a scary thing to ask for because <laughs> I don't even want patience. <laughs> but I'm asking you to give it to them. I'm asking you to give them understanding. I pray that you will also guide them 
lead them to the right resources, lead them to the right people, the right support system, individuals that will be there to assist, not mock, to literally lighten the load that feels at times extremely heavy. For those moms who feel so weary, I'm asking you to increase their spiritual life, increase their prayer life, increase their faith, that they'll literally see the small progresses that their child the small progressions that their children are making thank you for those siblings <laughs> that are faithful in their sibling work that even when they feel exhausted and they feel like it's too much that they still keep pushing i ask for all these things not because i deserve anything but because you're a great god in jesus mighty name i pray amen just as a reminder it doesn't rain always but it's raining today so go stand in the rain.